Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Low and Zo Show. So we are recording today from across the country. Holla, Zo, where are you at? (laughs) I'm on the West Coast, West Coast, West Coast, Vancouver Island. (laughs) (laughs) So Zo is at home for a couple of weeks, but we just decided we were going to do some episodes for you guys while she's out there just because you actually have time. You're not in school full time for once. <laughs> yeah, which is nice because I feel like my brain's getting a break and I'm just receiving a lot of defined downloads now that I have the time and space to apply some actions. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that Zoe put a bit of an emphasis on that word is that today we're going to be talking about how to create space for what it is that you want. And we're going to kind of be wrapping this into a lot of what we talked about with Aaron last week around identity and really who it is that you are being and how that relates to whether or not you have created the space in your life for what it is that you want. We're going to give examples of areas in our lives where we've been setting intentions and we've been seeding very specific things that we want, you know, with our Uh, sort of imagination-based quantum manifestation method. But there's a second part to that when it comes to actually keeping what it is that you manifest (laughs) or, yeah, having it come in in the first place, right? Yes. It has to be who you are. And it takes time to learn about that. But with what we're going to explain to you guys today, there should be some actionable steps, a, a new way of thinking about it, and some incredible insights. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The The Lo and Zoe Zoe Show. We're coaches and entrepreneurs who firmly believe that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything from how to manifest more money, travel, success in business and beyond, to overcoming the blocks that are holding you back, to rewiring your brain so you can easily attract whatever it is you want the most in life. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll allow you to build the confidence you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. Okay, so um, I feel like this has been a theme, like everywhere I look, this theme of identity and beingness, as I like to call it has come up. Um, It was something Zoe and I have been talking about for a while because our first ever program that we launched, it was called the Queen Confidence Academy. Um, It was about really helping people to become someone different for themselves, to become someone who has a lot of confidence, a lot of belief in themselves. And while we chose not to continue launching QCA, we still really, really believe in this message of, and this work really of becoming the person, that version of you thinking and feeling and acting as that person of you who has what it is that they want. Yeah. Um, And I think the keyword there is like thinking. So this program, QCA, really went to work on rewiring your brain, really knowing what that means and implementing new, powerful, positive patterns and ways of thinking about yourself, really changing that self-perception that you have from being someone who may not feel worthy or may not feel confident, may not feel abundant to somebody who knows their worth, knows that they are inherently abundant just for being on this planet and who naturally exudes confidence because of that. Yeah. And I think that like the reason that we really got into this was because for both of us in our coaching businesses, an example a really good example is like we can say all day long that we want to manifest clients or we want to manifest, you know, people in our courses and programs. But even like a year and a half ago, when we started really getting into this work, this identity, this beingness, this way of thinking about yourself, your self-image really, Zoe and I were both in a place where 
I don't think we were completely sold on ourselves as coaches. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. I mean, that's oh, why yeah. we really started this program. Yeah. <laughs> it comes yeah. back to that one night we went that's out for dinner. The podcast, all yeah. of it was born out of this like – who do, how do I need to feel about myself? How do I need to view myself? And how do I need to be showing up if I actually want to build this business to attract these clients? Because the truth is, is that, you know, you could manifest people reaching out and maybe showing some interest here and there. But if we weren't seeing ourselves as that like hugely successful, impactful coach that, you know, hundreds and thousands of people wanted to work with, it wasn't going to come, right? Or it wasn't going to stay. Exactly. And I think the key word there to focus on is stay because you may notice that you've manifested some pretty magical things in your life. But when it comes to consistency, like let's say you've manifested a large sum of money, when it comes to consistency and having that natural flow of money and abundance into your life, it has to be your way of being. It has to be who you are and an identity level for you to be able to not think about money and have it flow into your life naturally because it's simply who you are. It's not something that you need to work towards to be actively manifesting all the time. It's just something that you're inviting into your life because of your energetic state of being. Yes, yes. Um, uh, So many examples come to mind for me just in my own life, in clients' lives, in, um, I mean, any area of your life where you're wanting to create a specific outcome, this is the work that needs to be done. And it and it's very complementary of what we teach in terms of visualization and the observer effect and all that kind of stuff. But there's another level to it, which is like, I mean, we've all, you know, manifested like people that we're very, very interested in. Let's say it's in, in that area of your life. But if you're someone, this has always been like my, you know, where I'm really looking to go to work right now with some of the things that we've talked about recently in regards to like Zoe and I, we've gotten more personal with you guys and like our love lives and stuff like that over season two, especially Zoe, think so. Um, <laughs> but like I can create like a beautiful man coming into my experience. I'm really good at it actually. <laughs> but who I am being or who I have been being in that area of my life is someone who questions herself a lot, is someone who, you know, doesn't really see herself at perhaps as being like worthy of that like long lasting love. I'm just kind of giving examples and there is a lot of work that I've done in this area of my life, but I've created, you know, people and scenarios that I desired and then through who I was being I just wasn't being the person that could really hold on to it. I wasn't being the person that could hang on to that like energy of love or continue being a, uh, that energy of love. I would fall into fear, right? Yeah. And then it leaves, right? And it's the same thing with money. This is why people attract large sums of money and then it's all gone in a very short period of time because they don't actually see themselves as being someone with money. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like I've definitely noticed this in my life in the past year. And as I have been more open and vulnerable with you all about my quantum leaps in love. (laughs) But, you know, I actually realized this year that I hadn't been in a positive functional relationship, like a romantic relationship, in about a decade. Yeah. So that is a huge identity shift from being someone who does not have a like a partnership in their life to imagining and creating space for that to occur in their life, for that to occur in my life in the way that it has now and the way that it is growing to be. Yeah. So I realized that I was so in my, you know, so, so focused on my own life and, but I wasn't realizing that if I actually wanted love, like I'd been desiring, been creating it, been manifesting it, I hadn't put in the work 
for whatever capacity, whatever that might look like for each of us as individuals. But I hadn't put in that work to create energetic space to welcome that into my life, to have it stay. Yes. Yeah. And before we started recording, we were talking about, you know, what we wanted to cover on this episode. And and we were talking about how to create space. Like that was sort of our initial idea for this episode. But the more that we talked about it, the more we realized like it's really the same thing. The version of you who has or who, you know, is able to attract and keep, not attract, create, (laughs) create and keep what it is that they want has space in their life for that thing. And we'll give some examples of, you know, what that looks like. Zoe and I in like three weeks from now are launching something very unlike anything. I mean, the structure of it is unlike anything that we have launched before. Um, But it is on this topic of, you know, who you are for yourself, how to change that through your self-talk, through your, like just how it is that you show up through your actions and really taking on the identity of that version of you who is capable of manifesting anything that they want and keeping it too. Right. So um, before we go on, I want to just let people know that while we're not giving too much information, although can we share the acronym, Zoe? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's ABC. Yeah. <laughs> we like really went through a process of coming up with the perfect name for this. We had a few things and like Zoe and I have really high standards for what yes. we put out there. Like it all has to be perfect. It's all quantum, like straight download. And we were like going back and forth on WhatsApp and then it just like it just I mean it's it always like born. It was just born. It, it's it's like it comes through both of us at the same time and we're like messaging each other the same thing at the same time. But anyway, so the name for our next offer, which is going to launch in three weeks from now, um, the acronym is ABC. <laughs> we will let you guys know what that stands for. And we have a wait list in case you are interested. This is a, a our lowest cost. Well, no, I shouldn't say our lowest. It is a low cost offer for what it is. Um, we'll get a little bit more into detail about the structure of it and all that kind of stuff in the weeks to come. But uh, yeah, I've created a wait list. So, you know, just in case you want to be in the know, as information becomes available in the next few weeks, you can opt in. Obviously, you're not like required to join us or anything like that, but it's just we have a lot of people that are often they know that they're interested ahead of time or they at least want to know when the information comes out. So I will put that for you guys down in the show notes and you'll be the first to know when we start revealing some of our, you know, some of our details. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to miss out on anything. This is such, this was such a divine download and It's something, like we said, we both instantly knew it. We were so excited. I mean, I'm still excited, but I remember that day when we came up with the name, I've just like felt into it beyond and like similar to QC squared when that idea was born. If you guys love the quantum creators course, if you've taken that, if you've been interested in it, I mean, this is such a complimentary program that it like, oh my gosh, like the, these are the missing links to creating the ultimate dream life for yourself and and for yourself is key there because this program especially ABC is going to really have you viewing yourself in that different way you really shifting that identity you being your own best friend and being the support that you need to achieve everything that you desire in your life yeah and like when i look at you know the mindset work that i do it's the it's the practice inside of uh quantum creators and the understanding and the knowledge inside of quantum creators. And then it's the work that we're sharing inside ABC that has me, you know, shift into like, you have to basically be viewing yourself as that version of you. You have to have that identity of if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, well, 
do you see yourself? Do you actually have that self image yet? And if not, I mean, if you don't have the success yet, then you don't like the answer is that you don't view yourself that way. Because if you did, you'd be, you know, projecting that it would be coming back to you, you'd be creating that actively just as a, a just as a byproduct of who you're being. This is why, you know, people that are naturally very confident in themselves, they create success quickly, because they set their intention on what it is that they want. And they just see themselves as already having it, there's not a lot in the way, right? So uh, this was like, really what had Lo and Zoe, I mean, this was the beginning of Lo and Zoe, this content, um, the Queen Mind Tribe, the the Queen Confidence Academy, it was all this kind of, we just needed to kind of, you know, play around with it a little bit more and make it what it was really meant to be. We loved that program. But we felt we missed the mark a little bit with like the messaging behind it because it wasn't about confidence so much as like, I don't know, when we talk about confidence, it it almost sounds like it's not meant for people who already feel that they're confident. It's really not that. It's that we can always transform our self image in order to up-level our lives. Yeah. And in order to support those quantum leaps. So let's say if you were someone who was in QC squared and you created an amazing quantum leap for yourself. Like let's say that you came into $10,000 and that was a quantum leap for you. If you want to become the person who consistently creates $10,000 on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, whatever your dreams or your goals are for yourself, this is the work. And ABC, that's the work. Is yes. And this is the work that Laura and I do on a daily basis yep. that, you know, we've talked to you guys about some of our daily practices, but this is all of it laid out for you in such a systematic way that you can just start applying it into your life right away. And you will see significant changes even after a week. Like I know Laura, you two yeah. have done these practices with other friends of yours as I have too. And yeah. they'll come back in tears. So grateful that they are now able to see themselves, to view themselves, to feel into themselves in a way that they've never been able to before. It really is the ultimate work on worthiness, self-worth. You're worthy of that future version of you. You're worthy of that image. And this is like these practices will implement, like you'll, you'll be amazed at the way that you view yourself after a week and even after four weeks of implementing this. I've, I've, I mean, I make people do it in my life. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't say make them because they're not going to do it if they don't want to do it. But, um, a couple, like a few of my really close friends who were already confident people, but had areas of their life where they just weren't giving themselves enough credit. They just weren't assuming the identity that other people, like they weren't seeing themselves the way other people see them. Right. And like, I've seen it just transform things for people inside of a week. Um, it's really, significant. It's the work that Zoe and I do. Um, And maybe Zoe, we can give examples of areas where we consciously stepped into a new way of being and thus created space for what it is that we wanted. Oh my gosh. I can give so many examples because we've been doing this for over a year now. And when we first started, I can tell you, I did not feel worthy of a lot of things. Uh, I like some example, an example that I may not have been as open with you guys on the podcast, because I feel like for the most part, I speak about love and money. (laughs) But I actually didn't feel worthy of the books that I had published. It was Mm. something that I did. And I just had these weird emotions around it. And I would try not to think about it. And Laura, one of the things you started to just like highlight for me and acknowledge me was like, you you wanted to write a book, you wrote the book and you attracted a publisher. Like that's mad. That was all a magical thing that happened to you. And, um, I just wasn't viewing myself. I didn't feel worthy of 
being an author or having these books. Like I really did have a lot of resistance and I haven't been that open with my audience here or even on YouTube about that. But it was something that I really struggled with was shifting into that identity of being someone who, yeah, I am a writer. Yeah, I can write books. Yeah, I have written books. Even though it was something that already happened, I wasn't like owning that identity. And upon making those shifts, it's actually interesting because I got the reflection back from like royalty payments from those books was like one month after I started um, kind of leaning into like, okay, why don't I feel good energy around this? How do I lean into the identity and shift that identity around being someone who is an author that I started to receive, um, you know, double and triple, triple the amount of money of my, as my previous author checks. So yeah, it, um, and it's something that I just, I don't think I've, I really have been honest um, to, with my audience audiences about. So I think that's a really good example. But there's also like love, as you guys know, like I've been pretty open with that and the up levels that have happened. I didn't really feel worthy of having someone like me or if, if someone did like me, it was like, okay, well, I mean, I got to do whatever I can to keep them around. And now I really know who I am and I know my worth and I've attracted an incredible human being into my life, which I'm so grateful for. And it's just amazing when you start to go to work on this because the reflection from the outside world starts to happen almost instantly. The evidence just shows up. I love the examples of the books because like for me, you know, viewing that from the outside in, it's like Zoe has multiple books published in, you know, your average bookstore. (laughs) But for Zoe, she didn't, like, you attracted that opportunity and you published these books, but you didn't actually see yourself as an author. Yeah. Right? Not like a successful author. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, it, it was, it was great. It was an amazing thing that happened in my life. But at the time, everything about it felt abrasive to me because I was like shocked. It sounded like kind of like this imposter syndrome, right? Like the books came, it was a quantum leap. I was still writing them. And then another book was published and then another one, but I wasn't stepping into the identity and I wasn't leaning into the identity. And that's why it felt abrasive because it was a quantum leap that I couldn't fully accept about myself because there was this work on worthiness that needed to happen before I was able to view myself as the author. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, that whole area of your life was abrasive for a while, right? Where like your oh my publishing company like had someone else voice over one of the books and stuff and didn't yeah. even tell you. So then, you know, so then the unwanted manifestation started to happen, which was obviously a bridge of incidents because I was intending to feel better about my books for so long. I'm like, why can't I feel good energy around this? So, you know, then unwanted manifestation started to happen. Like Lo just explained my, uh, publisher who I asked if I could uh, narrate the book for Audible hired someone else and I found out via Twitter when the when it was already published and all this and so it just it wasn't did not feel very good but then after going to work on all of this now I'm just I'm good I'm good and I attracted you know reflection of that yeah and I think like if we can break down you know, what this work looks like. We talk a lot about self-talk and that's been like, for me, the fastest way to shift. You know, we talk a lot about like our acknowledgement practice, which is basically the version of you who has, let's say the love that they want, their self-talk in that area of their life is, you know, it's not hard for them to recognize the ways in which they have everything to offer instead of the ways in which they feel they're inadequate. Does that make sense? So we're so habitually focused on noticing, or sorry, we're so habitually noticing 
the ways in which we feel inadequate, right? Especially yes. in those areas of our lives, like our business and in love and in money and whatever. Um, that, if, like, if you just look at the way that you're talking about yourself in that area or to yourself in that area, who you are being is not the person who's going to manifest and keep what they want, right? Exactly. And yeah, and like, and for Zoe and us, uh, sorry, Zoe and I in our businesses, it, we just didn't see ourselves. Like I had one area of my business that was really working. And when I look at my self-talk in that area, it was, I had a lot of, like, I just spoke very confidently. Uh, Like I just believed in, you know, people wanting to pay me money in that area. But in every other of my life, or sorry, every other of my business, I questioned myself a lot. I didn't really, I hadn't really practiced, you know, from a mindset perspective, why I thought someone would want to pay me. (laughs) Um, And as a result, my results were very inconsistent. I had a lot of that imposter syndrome as well, because I was like, look, I'm full-time in my coaching business. But I felt like even though I do have like $15,000 months at the time, in between our months of like $3,000, you know, like, because if I wasn't launching like this one program to this one audience that I wasn't being successful. And it was just a matter of, and after we started doing the work that we're going to teach in ABC, um, and doing it like the reason that we're setting it up the way that we are is so that people get consistency in doing this work so that you start to transform from the inside out. But that was when my income got fairly uh, consistent for me where it's like I wouldn't have those huge dips um, because I had all these other programs that I was launching and I believed in all of them. And I believed in my capacity to help people in all areas of business, not just, you know, in like this one audience that I had, this one niche that I had, Right. I love that because it just kind of speaks that you create the quantum leap and then you step up to the plate that, okay, this is going to be my new norm. Right. It's, and that's what's so powerful about this work too, is that it just highlights like, you know, that it's complementary to QC squared in the sense that you can create quantum leaps. We teach you how to create whatever it is that you desire in your life. And this ABC work is like, okay, this is the new you. This wasn't just a quantum leap for you. This, this is your new reality and this is how you step into that. Yeah. Which, you know, what's funny is like, it's this sort of backwards thing where we want the quantum leap so that we can start feeling different about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And we want to benefit from an, a, a better reality or like uh, we want more money so that we don't have to worry about money anymore. Um, but we also, a lot of the time want the things we want so that we can feel good about ourselves so that we can have appreciation for ourselves so that we can enjoy a certain, you know, type of self-image right? But it has to be the other way around. We have to take on the self-image first, create, in doing so, create space for what it is that we want so that it can then come in. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've been like, I mean, I've been focusing on this in two areas of my life. One is like hitting those next levels of income. Um, And I kind of, I have like $50,000 in a month in my mind. And I started playing around with that sort of inconsistently, but I started playing around with that back in the summer, like a few months ago. And it became immediately clear to me that I was not being the person at all that could attract and sustain that. I didn't have, I didn't have like the back end of my business set up financially. I didn't have anyone helping me with my book. So I was totally overwhelmed with the idea of receiving more money. Um, I was being overly generous in all different areas of my business. So I was kind of tapped energetically. I didn't have strong boundaries in place in a lot of ways, you know, just all these things. And not only that, but I didn't really see myself as that person who, 
you know, was making $50,000 a month. I was hoping it would just come in and then I'd get to start seeing myself that way, but it, it doesn't, it, that's backwards. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because all this work that you've been doing, and just as you've mentioned, these actionable steps in taking action towards that, which was inspired and divinely downloaded through like the QC squared uh, imagination yep. process. Yeah. But you have created space for more yep. of that money to flow into your life. And of course, once you create the space, the money doesn't come and leave and you have to work to bring it back again. The money comes and stays and starts to flow in more abundantly. Exactly. And invitingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other of my life is like in dating and I hadn't been dating like at all throughout COVID. Not, I mean, not because of COVID. <laughs> to be honest, just because, like, I'm just like a homebody. As, it's funny how I like use COVID as a reason for all. I'm like, oh, you know, COVID. But in reality, it's just like me being at home alone because I kind of like it that way. Anyways, um, <laughs> but I like started dating the last little while and, um, and I've just been like really, as soon as I turn my, my attention to that area of my life, I'm very confronted with the work that there is to do. And it's not in a bad way at all. It's, it's exciting. It's liberating to have clarity around this, but it's like, who are you being in that area of your life? And I had this, like, I was just at spin class. I had this download, this like epiphany sort of in spin class. Like, you know, Zoe, when you have these, like these downloads and it's not like you've never been aware of them before, but it's like, you've never, like, it's never hit you to the extent that it's like, suddenly it's like, oh my God, I just got it. So like an hour ago in spin class, it was that one of my key teachings for entrepreneurs and business owners is that if they want to make money in their business, if they want other people to be sold on themselves and then their uh, services and their products, they have to be sold on them first, right? Mm -hmm. They have to be like red, they have to be basically in this energy of like, I would absolutely buy this thing that I'm putting out there. I'm so confident in it. The more sold you are on yourself and what it is that you are offering, the more that's going to be reflected back to you. And I had this like epiphany in our coach was like, well, it's the same with relationships, right? You have to be so sold on yourself in regards to like what it is that you offer where love is concerned, where relationships are concerned, be really like loving on yourself, be really sold on yourself in order for someone else to reflect that back to you. And I just had this epiphany where it's like, I'm not really doing that. I'm hoping that like someone will come out of the woodwork and show me, give me all this like validation and give me all this like love and affection that I'm not giving myself because I feel disconnected from myself in that area of my life. Who I'm being is not love, right? Yeah. And then I'm, I'm hoping to attract that and to keep it. And it's just, it's, it, it doesn't, you know, there's, so I'm just like aware of what the work is and it's not, I think the awareness is the hardest part, you know? Because yeah, um, because until the subconscious will rule your life. Exactly. You conscious. But this is so powerful or because as you're describing that, I'm like, that's the shift that I made like right. throughout last year. And then that's why it's resulted in this was because I started, I went from being a place of not feeling worthy or not sold on myself whatsoever in the dating world. And you're like, okay, so we're going to work here with these ABC practices. Yeah. And I worked hard yes. <laughs> over the last year. And then it has resulted in that, but it has just been me getting sold on myself as feeling worthy and valuable to be around. Right. And it's like, <laughs> I always like give the example, you know, of like, if someone were to ask me, why should I sign up for your program? I would say, how much time do you have? Because that's how easy it is at this point 
for me to like, I just, I know, I know why people should buy <laughs> what I'm offering. I know what my value is yeah. and it's not, nothing shifted in terms of what I was actually offering except for the way that I habitually felt and thought about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to this area of, you know, zone, I've been very vulnerable. I've been very just honest about like, this has been an area where we've both had more work to do. Um, like if someone were to say to me, <laughs> why should I be in a relationship with you? Why should I love you? It would, it's not that I don't logically know what the answers are. It's that it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. It's not like a subconscious way of being where I could be like, well, how much time do you have? Right. It's, I don't view myself as like subconsciously amazing, right. In terms of relationship. Yes. And it's just because I haven't gone to work there. It's, I know what the work is. I know how quickly things can shift. And I think because I've just largely put this area of my life on the back burner for such a long time, it's taken longer. That's the only reason. But you can choose an area of your life and then be like, who is it that I'm being in that area? Oh, hey, guess what? I have a perfect reflection of that, right? Who I've been being is emotionally unavailable to myself. <laughs> guess what? I've gotten that in other people. Who I've been being is someone of quite a lot of fear. Guess what? I've gotten that in other people who I've been being is someone who like doesn't really see herself as being in like a long-term loving, committed, you know, ride or die <laughs> relationship. Guess what? I don't have one. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and I have applied the QC squared process to, uh, this area of my life. And I've attracted like very specific scenarios that I was oh, imagining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then have. chased it away out of who I was being. Right. Yes. I wouldn't say that you chased it away, Low. Okay, I would say that it, it okay. fell away. I know. That sounds <laughs> that sounds really like intense. I it's energetic. Like it's not yeah. I'm not like a crazy person when it comes to to like any guy that I've ever dated would say that I'm like wonderful and great and whatever. It's like the energy side or in between, you know, in between my ears is what I was gonna say, but in inside my own head, it's it's all of those things and it ends up, yeah, pushing that that person away or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like using that as an example and I'm not wanting to like perpetuate this story, but, <laughs> but I also think that like, I've really learned from other people who were willing to be honest about what their sort of way of being was in this area of their life, how it was, how they were showing up and what the results were. And that's why, you know, I have this awareness and that's why I'm able to really go to work on that now. And it's an exciting thing for me because I'm finally at a place in my business where who I am being is someone who makes a lot of money consistently and I don't have to obsess over it anymore. Right. Yeah. So I have time and space for other things. Exactly. So th those of you listening, if you could clear your mind out from anything that you are worried about. Like it could be worried about finding love or finding a relationship, worried about money, worried about where rent is coming. Imagine if you were just a person who didn't have to worry about that stuff because who you were was someone who naturally had that in your life. It was just simply natural for you to have such mm -hmm. a powerful flow of income. It was natural for you to always um, be going out on dates or always having love interests or being in a powerful, loving relationship, the one that you are desiring. Yeah. And I think that one thing people could do here is look at an area where things are working really well and who are you in that area, right? So maybe like, maybe you are someone who's always had a really loving, really like attentive relationship and who you're being within that relationship is someone who like, you appreciate your partner. You don't, I don't know, maybe this is like a, not a good example just because I don't <laughs> speak from a lot of experience, but, um, but maybe it's like, you've always been really good at 
having jobs that you love, right? That was actually something that was true for me. Um, I always got great jobs. I never had like, you know, asshole bosses or anything like that. It just wasn't who I really was to continue being an employee. But who I was being in regards to an employee was like, I actually had a lot of confidence. I knew what my value was. I knew that I could work hard. I knew that I spoke very well and that I could write well. Um, I knew that, you know, I had a lot of like just different experience in all kinds of different areas. And I was good on my feet and I had good critical thinking skills. Like who I was being was someone of value. And so I got really good job offers and, you know, always had like, was always just had a lot of respect in that area. Yeah. Is that, like a, is that a good example? No, yeah, that's a powerful example right. because it just highlights how simple it like that's it not something easy. it's not something that you thought about. It was um, exactly and it was easy for me to get jobs that I wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And, and as you brought up that example, I would say like one thing that's always been part of my being and my identity is that I attract magical experiences to myself. So <laughs> I attract magical money. I attract true. like magical abundance, uh, magical opportunities like the publisher coming to me in my email inbox. Like the amount of magical things that happen to me is absolutely incredible if I were to start like writing the things down. But yeah, it's just who I am attracts magic to me. Like I believe that to be true at such such a deep and it's innately inside of me. It's who I am. (laughs) It's the same thing like with people who, you know, lose weight and keep it off, that can only happen, especially if they lose weight and keep it off without obsessing over every calorie for the rest of their life, which like some people seem to figure out, but no thank you. Um, It's because they've had an identity shift where now they're seeing themselves as someone who weighs a certain amount, right? I had that actually. Like I used to be probably just like 15 pounds heavier than I am now, but And it's still like something I do think about and work on and stuff, but I have this sort of like energetic maximum where my weight is concerned, where I can't really imagine getting over a certain uh, weight. And so I never do, right? It's like who my identity is, is just like, this is how I look. This is how I expect to look. If I eat whatever the hell I want, even if I were to eat, you know, poorly for a long time, who I am is someone at this weight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so like looking at an area of your life where things have always kind of just been easy for you, who is it that you're being, right? And what is it that you expect? And then how can you take that way of being or that way of thinking into the areas of your life where you wish to create something different for yourself and sustain it? Yeah. Ooh, such a powerful question. Such a powerful, (laughs) actionable question there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't know. That so, just gets me all the more excited to launch ABC because this this is it. <laughs> well, I mean, we obviously really believe in QC. Uh, the the information inside QC squared. Okay, I can think of like valuable. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can actually. Okay, I can think of three like different mindset practices that I put into place that had my life transform. One of them is the QC squared information that we share and the practice that we share. Mm-hmm. The other is what we're going to be sharing in ABC, and then. And then what Tara and I do in Mind Magic in terms of like really finding appreciation for where you're at, it's those three things that I do on a regular basis <laughs> that have had me build this life that I, you know, so like this work um, really created a quantum leap for both Zoe and I and continues to. Um, and we've shared it with other people and had it just like ex- explode things for them as well. Yeah. It just right? really has you feeling good about who you are. 
Yes. And it, it can be a long journey to get to that place. Uh, but once you're there, like, it's such a loving experience. You, you view life so much more beautifully when you love yourself, when you view yourself as worthy, when you, when you know who you are and you know what's possible for you and you just start to lean into all that goodness. One of the questions I get a lot, and I'm sure you do too, Zoe, is like, how do you produce so much content? Um, and, and how are you like always putting new things out there and launching all the time? And the answer is that I don't, I am someone who doesn't question my, like, I just trust myself to put things out there all the time, right? Like, that's how I, I view myself. I view myself as someone with a lot of value. Um, I don't spend a lot of time questioning, like I'll write, you know, a long Instagram post. I know that it's gold (laughs) and then I just post it. Like I'll have a download for a course or program launch and I'll launch it because I know that it's like, so I've taken this identity. I just see a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, people in this sort of online arena who, who they are is someone who questions themselves all the time. Right. And that's totally like who Zoe and I were for for a long time in different areas of our businesses, but who we are, are people who trust with, there's, there's an, an immense amount of, of trust, yes. right? Self-trust where it's like, we put something out there. We know that it's gold. We don't think about it again, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's, it's again, that like ease of being. Yeah. And it's, it's trusting yourself. Trusting, yes, exactly. You know, and when those divine downloads come, you you know how to recognize them because you know who you are. You know what that is. It's all about deepening that relationship with yourself and loving yourself more so you actually invite more of that powerful information and powerful energy to you. Yeah. Yeah. And what would it be like for you guys? I mean, I know for me <laughs> in this next area that I really want to focus on in terms of who I'm being and how I talk to myself and how I think about myself and my level of confidence, you know, with relationships, I know that once I nail that down, it'll be a whole new life for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Because because of the I mean, what I'll be able to create and sustain, which is going to be like soulmate, everlasting love. Thank you very much. I will not have anything less. Um, <laughs> but it'll also just be the amount of you know, turmoil and back and forth and uncertainty and yeah. just the questioning myself constantly, it costs me a lot. Yes. You know, like, thank God I don't have that in my business anymore. I would never get anything done. <laughs> totally. Totally. And so it's just like emotional freedom. Yeah. It's right? that liberation. Yeah. For me, I'm working on the audience expansion on Ooh, YouTube. Yeah, we were going to talk about uh, that passive income but I feel like honestly that could be its its own episode is like expansion (laughs) yeah yeah well we were kind of again it all comes down to like are you creating space for you know let's say it is uh sorry audience expansion are you creating space for that do you have the systems in place to make it manageable for you do you see yourself as someone who is capable of talking to you know tens or hundreds or millions of people yeah. Uh, th- sorry, I was going to say tens of thousands. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, thousands of people. And if not, what's missing there and who you're being and the space that you're creating or not creating? Yeah. And it's interesting because once I applied the QC squared method on this, going to work on this audience um, expansion, the the actions came. Like I hired an assistant because, for example, something that can be triggering to me, something that causes that turmoil is reading negative comments, which just comes with the job, (laughs) comes with the YouTube life. And uh, I just recognize like, this is 
this is costing me a lot. I actually yes. don't want to even witness this. I don't want to have that energy in my life and not saying like, um, yeah, I don't know. I've definitely grown a thicker skin, but what I'm saying is like, it just doesn't serve me. Like I've got to put something in place. I've got to put that buffer between me and the audience so that I'm only viewing this part of my life with a positive lens, not one that's like, oh, I don't even want to go into the content comment section or I'm scared to publish this video because I know it's going to get a lot of uh, reactions from people. And, you know, I found that I was withholding myself and withholding my gifts because I was fearful about that part of my life, the audience. Well, and definitely not welcoming in more people. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. Because it's overwhelming with what you have. Yes. <laughs> or was, right? And so it would get, I mean, some people are really freaking mean on the internet. You'd get a comment that was rightfully so very upsetting and it would cost you a day of questioning things. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So there just wasn't space for more, right? Or yeah. not at least like the kind of quantum leaps you want to create for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking more about this and this whole topic of identity. I've literally just like signed up for like a three-month program on exactly this because I know how much like how much doing the work on your identity creates space for quantum leaps that then stick around. Yeah. The quantum leaps just become a new way of being. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you guys are, you know, this is work that resonates with you, which it should be, by the way, because if there's an area of your life where you don't have what you want, it's because you're not being who you need to be in order to let it in. (laughs) And also, if you've been listening to this episode and you're here right now, that's a sign in itself. So (laughs) do yourself the ultimate favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can get yourself on the uh, wait list that I'll put a link for in the description. And what else do we have, Zoe? Nothing. I think that's it. I think just uh, just think about those questions that we prompted you with today and yeah. just spend some time leaning into them, thinking about them, and see what arises for you. Yeah. who The version of you who has what it is that you want, how are they thinking about themselves? How are they acting? How do they feel? What is their self-image? And what you know space have they created or what systems have they put into place you know, to make it possible. Exactly. And recognize those areas of your life where you just naturally achieve and get what you want. It's because you innately believe that that is who you are. And then you can see, oh, okay, so here are the areas of my life where I would like to bridge that gap. And then you have intentions to move forward and intentions through ABC. It's also like really empowering too to be like, I want to create a result, a different outcome in this area of my life. And these are the actions I know I need to now go and take. Like, because a lot of the time we set intentions for manifestations, then we have to just sit back and, you know, wait for them. But for me now, it's like, this is what I want. I'm going to visualize it. I'm going to apply, you know, our imagination process. And I'm going to look at what, what do I need to put in place? What actions do I need to go and take? How is that version of me showing up? And there, it's just empowering. It's like, I know now what I need to go and do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in today, guys. We hope you have an abundant day. (laughs) And uh, stay tuned for more. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.